California, 1988-1998. Efren Saldivar was a respiratory therapist who preferred working the night shift. He wasn't a night owl, no. He liked the hours because there were fewer people on duty. And that meant fewer witnesses. For a decade, Saldivar allegedly killed his patients with a paralytic drug. The exact death count is unknown due to a lack of physical evidence in some cases, but it's believed to be upward of 200. He chose victims who were close to death so their deaths would not raise any red flags. He's currently serving six consecutive life sentences. New Jersey, 2015. The manager of a local diner allegedly recorded patrons as they used the restroom. A customer found a cell phone angled under the sink pointed towards the toilet. It's unclear how long patrons had been filmed. The manager was charged with invasion of privacy. Kansas, 2013. Danielle Zimmerman was waiting in a Taco Bell drive-thru when she suffered a fatal brain aneurysm. Her truck smashed into the speaker box. Allegedly, three employees came to her rescue and stole her purse, iPhone, and the wedding ring right off her finger. Florida, 2012. Raymond Roth was reported missing after swimming at the beach with his son. A search was conducted, but Roth's body was never found. Five days later, he was issued a speeding ticket in North Carolina and subsequently arrested for insurance fraud. His disappearance was a hoax, so he could collect nearly half a million dollars in insurance money. One year later, Roth was arrested for impersonating a police officer after trying to get a woman into his van. The woman ran into a check-cashing store with Roth hot on her heels. Roth still claimed to be a police officer. Alabama, 1991. Joining a cult can be hazardous to one's health, as William Alt discovered. He worked in a traveling carnival with Jimmy Pinnock, Mark Goodwin, and Keith and David Lawrence. The foursome reportedly engaged in satanic activity. Alt wanted to join in on the fun. After he was denied entry, he used his knowledge about a murder Pinnock committed to blackmail his way into the cult. One evening, the five men went to a secluded farm building. Alt was asked to lie down on a makeshift altar where he was tied and gagged. Using a knife, Pinnock made a deep cut on Alt from the neck to the stomach. The other men also made cuts in the form of an inverted cross. Pinnock then asked Alt if he was ready to die. After Alt answered, Pinnock slit his throat. The men cut off Alt's head and hands and attempted to burn them. The four men and a female accomplice used money stolen from Alt to have dinner at a local Arby's. 
Pinnock pled guilty to murder and was sentenced to 60 years in prison. California, 1980. 32-year-old single mother of one, Dorothy Jane Scott, worked as a secretary who, by all accounts, liked to stay at home with her family after hours. Scott began receiving anonymous phone calls at work from an unidentified male. The man's voice was familiar, but Scott could not place it. The caller told Scott he loved her and that he wanted to kill her. One day he called and told Scott to go outside because he had something for her. She went out and there was a single dead red rose on the windshield of her car. Scott considered buying a gun, but settled on karate lessons. One May night, Scott was at an employee meeting at work where she noticed a spider bite on her co-worker's arm. The co-worker was pale and sweaty. Scott, ever the mother, took the man to the hospital where he was treated. Scott left to bring her car around to the entrance. Around came Scott's car, but on it sped, out of the parking lot and into the night. A few hours later, Scott was reported missing. Nine days later, her car was found burning in an alley 10 miles from the hospital. Nine days later. That was when Scott's parents began to receive phone calls from an unidentified man possibly the same man who had taunted their daughter. The man would either say he had the woman or he killed her, and then he'd promptly hang up. He called nearly every Wednesday afternoon until Scott's father answered. In 1984, a construction worker discovered dog and human bones side by side. The bones were charred. The human bones were identified as Scott's via dental records. The cause of death could not be determined. The ominous calls then started up again. The case remains unsolved. Germany, 2018. Klaus O. Not his real name, no. German law unfortunately requires his name not to be revealed. So Klaus O it is. This man has been sentenced to life in prison. What for? Well, he didn't like his co-workers. I mean, he really didn't like his co-workers. He didn't like them so much that he would go through their lunches and add toxic chemicals such as mercury and lead, to each meal. Klaus was only caught when one of his unsuspecting victims found a white powder on his sandwich. Hidden cameras were set up and caught Klaus in the act. Police searched Klaus's home and found a makeshift lab where the madman kept his deadly medals. 21 of Klaus's former colleagues have died due to mysterious circumstances since 2000. 
Police believe Klaus is responsible, but insufficient evidence keeps Klaus free of those charges. Klaus was sentenced to life in prison for attempted murder. Here are some more disturbing facts from this case. Two of his co-workers suffered serious kidney damage, while a third is in a vegetative state due to brain damage. That person is unlikely to recover. China, 2007 Two vault managers committed the largest bank robbery in China's history. But this was no mere heist. No, these two thieves had a plan. Their plan? To steal money from the bank and buy lottery tickets, then use the winnings to pay back the bank and keep the difference as profit. One of the thieves actually got away with this for one year before bringing his idea to his cohort. He stole what amounted to 26,000 US dollars and beat the odds. This time around, he had help, so the game wasn't just a one-time deal. During a two-month period, they stole just over four million U.S. dollars and used most of the money to buy tickets. They lost. Not one winning ticket. Desperate, they stole 2.3 more million dollars, but could only recoup $12,700. Bank managers discovered the missing money and notified the police. The two thieves bought fake IDs and cars and fled. They were captured and tried. One year later, they were executed. Japan, 2015. Here's a damn good reason why you should never go out at night. Kinsa Nagahama was a 25-year-old office worker who used his bicycle to come up behind a girl. The girl, in her late teens, had no idea that the man was behind her. But she soon knew when Nagahama rubbed feces in her face and into her mouth. Forty minutes later, he was found embracing a different girl. Nagahama was caught brown-handed and pled guilty to assault. He confirmed the feces was his. Texas, 2014 Diamond Thursday Yes, that's apparently her real name. Was arrested after stealing $11 worth of frozen foods from a Walmart. She wasn't arrested for stealing. No, she was arrested on outstanding warrants. Hopefully, she was charged with assault after she struck a Walmart employee and scratched his neck. See, she attempted to draw blood and expose him to HIV. Her HIV. Thursday said, I can infect whomever I please. Well... At least she has nice grammar.